0: episode 202 of the Customer Support Leaders podcast. I'm Charlotte Ward. Today, welcome Sharad Candleval for a fireside chat. I'd like to welcome to the podcast today, Sharad Candleval. Sharad, it's lovely to have you join me for the first time. Um, and you've brought to me the uh, idea of a fireside chat, which is, you um, which is something we'll get into in a second, because it's a topic that I am really deeply considering for my own team and my own uh, organization right now. So I'm very keen that we talk about what we're about Mm -hmm. to talk about. But first, perhaps you'd like to introduce yourself.
1: Yeah, thanks a lot for having me. I'm Sharad Khandelwal. I'm the founder and CEO of Sentisum. So Sentisum is all about helping brands leverage their customer support conversations to improve the overall customer experience
0: okay interesting interesting so leveraging those conversations is a challenge that a lot of um, service and support teams face isn't it and and isn't there just so much in there as well there the the depth of of insight that we can get from from those conversations is is amazing isn't it what's your experience there in the types of things that we could begin to think about when we talk to our customers and record it
1: no absolutely i i think it's kind of gold mine of data to be honest and as a, as a founder like most tech founders you you're trying to solve a pain point and you're frustrated with i think that's one thing which frustrates me that brands are sitting on this gold mine of data but very few are leveraging them and 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 and, and even those that are trying to leverage they kind of struggle because of the volume of data because basically of the manual process and and just talking about the gold mine uh, it's like it's your customers Coming to you on a almost on a real time basis and telling you this is what they are feeling or this is the problem they are having or even with some positive feedback if they have right so it's, I, like that's what uh, kind of frustrates me why are you not leveraging this why are you relying on surveys why are you emailing people mm-hmm. a, a month later or a quarter later asking how was the experience like you use use these insights so it's, it's it has got everything about your product about your brand about your end to end customer journey there is no other data as insightful as customer support
0: i i couldn't agree more and and even in fairly low volume organizations there is a quantity in there that as you rightly say is kind of unrivaled by whatever any customer is willing to tell us in that little square box at the end of a survey right (laughs) i know um so, so how do we like how do we Begin to think about if if I was thinking, you know what I've got this Zendesk back catalogue of conversations, mm-hmm. and um, I don't know where to start. I don't know how I begin to extract what my customer experience is and how my customers feel about the mm-hmm. service we're providing. Um, maybe like where I am now I don't even have a CSAT program in place yet that's something we'll be looking to develop over time but what can mm-hmm. I do like right now
1: I think the, the first step is start reading every support conversation right right <laughs> as as a manager as a team leader mm. as a product person as a, as a CEO right you need to be aware of every support ticket right so so let's let's assume the volumes are manageable so the first step is read and tag them right what customers have talked about in those conversations how's their sentiment right are they talking about product or services or 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 anything else tag every ticket after reading them and then you have got all these insights from your support ticket you can run your daily or your weekly meetings based on these insights right that's I think that's should be the starting point but Mm -hmm. If the volumes are not manageable, and if your agents are busy, if you don't want to distract your agents in manually tagging, then comes the question of how can you leverage technology, I'm sure which we'll talk about it later.
0: Yeah, yeah. As soon as you said, read every ticket, I could just, I could feel the, like the the (laughs) tension rise in me, the anxiety, because we are fairly low volume compared to, you know, we're not thousands a month, we're not tens of thousands a month. And yet, it is hard. I mean, I don't know a support team in on the planet that has like a lot of spare time, and, yep, yep. <laughs> and agents who have a lot of free time, and leaders who have a lot of free time to deal with even relatively manageable volumes. I guess the hope you, the hope is that you get to every one of those conversations, or at least a reasonable enough sample of them, right? But, but it it, it does become unmanageable quite quickly. I would imagine. Yeah, it it does.
1: I think that's where technology and specifically something like ai or even if you want to go more specific natural language processing can help you automate this whole process of analysis tagging and reporting of your tickets and i think and i think that's where kind of our product comes into picture where when the volumes are unmanageable and when you don't want to distract your agency you use technology to automate all that process and so that you are doing in real time rather than waiting at the end of the day or or week or month depending on your availability
0: mm. before it's
1: too late actually
0: yeah because then it it almost becomes subject to the same problems as a survey doesn't it if
1: yeah. if
0: if my agent has forgotten exactly what happened with that ticket unless they read every word they're not going to really capture it accurately and and uh you know we want to save time don't we when we're tagging yeah. Um, and I think that's that's definitely a big challenge. So, so when when we think about tagging, then and and I've talked on this podcast before about mm-hmm. like tagging tagging taxonomies and things like that, and approaches to tagging that try and capture different aspects mm-hmm. of the custom either the customer sentiment or the customer journey or mm-hmm. customer pain. Maybe you're trying to capture kind of product pain things like that. Um, Should we should we try and do all of that in one go with our tagging or should should we be much more focused if we're doing it manually? And then and then I think if we are focused, this is a really long question now. And then I think if we are focused, does AI allow us to expand on
1: that? Yes, absolutely. Very good point. I think starting with manually gives you the opportunity to understand what are the limitations right what you can do what you cannot do like you just touched on it's not possible manually to to tag every aspect of what customers have talked about and so that gives you an idea of what are the areas kind of you are not covering as a result of manual tagging right and and you also touched on accuracy i think that's again a can be a big problem because Tagging manually can be very subjective. It depends on how well-trained the agent is. It just depends on that time of the day, how the agent is feeling and what state of mind the agent is to be Mm. able to tag that accurately, right? There's so many dimensions and factors which comes into play. But when you are kind of leveraging technology, it can be more consistent. It can be predictable and it can tag across different dimensions, not just uh, from from a contact reason perspective, but it can also pick sentiment. It can pick emotions. It can it can say whether it's this is about product or service or agent, and it can go far more granular actually than than that. You can you can build up a almost a hierarchy of taxonomy with mm. with, with the technology. With, with manually doing it, it can be very difficult.
0: Yeah, yeah, I I really like that idea of um, of being able to draw different views on a ticket because all of the views are there in your in your tagging rather than just relying on the few features that you've decided to pull out in manual tagging I think that that, that's really powerful Um, so it's reducing time it's increasing the sophistication of of our tagging and our ability to pull insights from it Um, is it is it doing like is it doing anything else for us? What what else are the benefits, would you say, of having yeah. a, an, an automated approach to tagging
1: like yeah. this? I think a big one I would say is enabling cross-functional collaboration. Because the problem you got at the moment is support is just seen as a kind of firefighting department, right? You're you're handling issues and the tagging is also from that perspective. Just trying to understand why customers are contacting so that you can you can kind of uh, build a reporting or you can r- reduce the, the tickets, actually. But as we touched on earlier, it has got so many insights across the entire customer journey. If you kind of make these insights available across the company, then you have a, a completely new way of improving CX. You are not just... Uh, relying on NPS surveys or or some social media posts to understand what customers are talking about, I think that's one big problem which I where I see with organizations, these insights are just really limited to support department. This needs yeah. to be made available across. So that's where again technology can help because if it's tagging from a different dimensions, it's in real time, and you get a dashboard, you can let everyone in your organization use these insights to to drive change and improvement. Why limit this just to support people? So I think that's one big, uh, I would say, advantage, which is often overlooked, and is just limited to in in terms of trying to understand the time-saving and accuracy. Yes, those are the benefits, but the biggest benefit is uh, collaboration. Mm
0: -hmm. Which can only come uh, and which only has really deep value if you're able to apply those different dimensions across the organisation, as you said. So even if I was being particularly diligent as a support leader and trying to capture product pain that I could then feed through to my product team, I can still only do that in a relatively limited way manually, can't I?
1: I mean, yeah, absolutely. And and it just becomes more and more complicated if your organization is quite big, actually. The bigger the organization, Mm. the siloed it will be, it's, it's more difficult to kind of pass on these insights to different teams and relevant teams. That's where... Again, uh, kind of uh, technology can help you. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, yeah, sorry. Go ahead.
0: Oh no, sorry. I was going to. I was going to ask. What's your experience of um, organisations accessing these insights? Does it increase collaboration between support and these other parts of the business, or is there a danger that by providing those insights in a very one directional way that we almost increase siloism because we say here's a dashboard that's everything you will need as a product team um we'll just keep talking to customers over here and supporting them and you go and take the take the product knowledge aspects and and we don't actually need to collaborate ever again what's your what's your experience there
1: yeah i mean i guess it just depends on the organization and the culture there, right? And what you're trying to do. If and as an organization, you are really serious about customer centricity, right? Uh, reducing support tickets, then you would kind of facilitate collaboration. It's, it's not just about kind of giving a dashboard to a product team. It's about how you can work together, how you both can be on the same page. Because the biggest mm-hmm. problem is different teams are using different KPIs. They have a different view of the customer. They have a different view of the issues. Right, what support things is very different than what product thinks. So, how do you bring everyone on the same page? I think this is how you can you can bring everyone when you are sharing the same taxonomy, same metrics, same insights on a daily basis. Then you will be like, let's do something about it. Like, how often are we going to look at the same problem? For we have been looking at the same for the last six months, twelve months. Let's do about it. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. You, you, you. I guess, I guess, it does obviously need the culture to develop in that collaborative way, but. But then when you are all talking about the same data set Mm -hmm. and you you do all have access to the same insights and um, nothing is a surprise to anybody then, isn't it? It's not like something has suddenly bubbled up out of support and is being presented to the product team. That's something that's been a problem with our customers for six months. You know, it really is much more fluid.
1: Yeah, it is. And I think another factor is which we often ignore is that you as support leader or product leader. Most of like most of the people would know about the problems a company is having, right? But the problem is there is not enough data to validate your hunch, right? It's always about I think or I, I know we have these issues. Mm-hmm. What or, what this can do is basically give you the exact measure or the extent of the problem you're having, and since when you are having the problem, whether it's going up and down. So it's like it gives you context, it gives you the exact measurement impact. And, and also basically the risk of not doing something. Otherwise, we are all just relying on our gut and hunch, oh, we have this problem. Yeah, I, I heard the support team talking about it. But this happens just in November or just in December, <laughs> those kind of things.
0: Yeah, yeah. I really like that, validating your hunches. Because I think uh, in my experience, one thing that product teams often do is form plans for sort of research and investigation that that is based on those hunches and I think that can kick off like a a, like maybe a big research project in product Mm -hmm. or something based on one person one person's unvalidated hunch right and I think that uh even even if you are using hunches to drive the initial investigation, being able to validate those hunches before you go too far down that road. Yeah. It is it's such a time saver and time is money, right? So I think Absolutely. it yeah, yeah, that makes complete sense. Um so we've talked a lot about the value of this. Um I know there have to be some challenges. <laughs> yeah. What but what what are the what are the what in this domain, in terms of like applying AI to customer conversations, do organizations find challenging? Do
1: you think particularly? Uh, so, I think uh, you you mean from a tech perspective, or from... I think so. Yeah,
0: I think primarily. I mean, because to me, it feels like that I this is a pretty new technology, right? Yeah. And I think yeah. that um, this isn't something that I had exposure to. 5 years ago certainly not yeah. 10 years ago. So um how do i like as a support leader first of all how do i sell the need for this internally yeah. to, to yeah. my business but also what are the challenges those any organization might experience in in realizing the value from yeah. from this technology.
1: Yeah i'm glad you touched on this point to be honest this is the biggest challenge uh for a, for a kind of a tech startup like us and also for support leaders because it's a new technology right it just takes time to convince people about the value right so let's say mm. if, if i'm 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 kind of uh, convincing the value to you you will have a similar challenge in selling this internally mm. so i that's that's i think the biggest challenge and i guess that's the challenge with any early tech tech product actually it takes time and that's where you need to find early adopters of technology who are more keen and, and kind of open to such products and then the world spreads actually mm. but yeah that that i would say is one is definitely the biggest challenge how do you make people aware of the value sometimes they they, they, they know it they can they can see the value but you know how the so kind of support works in an organization it can be so tricky to get the budget for a new technology when the budgets are fixed Right to convince you. Yeah, I've never come.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. I always say I've never come across a a support team with too much
1: money. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. I mean, and and that's that's something which also again frustrates me a lot. That why should marketing have all the budget? Why not your support Mm. team?
0: (laughs) So, so is that part? Is that part of the internal sell? We should do then. Is that you know that that actually this is going to be valuable to the business because. We are going to be able to surface the same kind of potential in our customers as as we are as any marketing team or any customer success team might be able to.
1: Yeah, absolutely, uh, absolutely. And I, I guess it's always about proving value. And I think that's again going back to the earlier point. If if companies start initiative of maybe just to doing this manually, right, and and showing the value this this data has and, and and basically the potential of it, if, if they were to leverage completely, if they were to leverage all the channels, you can start sim- simple by just uh, maybe tagging your emails and, and showing the value. And imagine what could happen if you start doing with chat, your voice calls, with your social, if you bring in all the data together, the value it can add to the organization, to the product teams. So it's uh, I think that can be one way of uh, value-based selling where you show it actually, instead of just talking about it, and once everyone is on the same page, then you can say we have proven the value, but we cannot do it manually because it's it's it's, it's not just possible. That's where we kind of need technology. Either we, we build it internally, or let's look for a product which can does uh, which can do this for us.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and I guess that's what your your product does, right? I mean, we, we wouldn't be here talking about this if it wasn't a topic you were passionate Absolutely. about. So, so tell me a little bit about Centism then in in, the, in this context, particularly like the, the kind of value add that we're talking about.
1: Yeah, so so basically Centism is about leveraging technology to help you automate the repetitive processes within support. Uh, when I say the, those processes, I'm, I'm mainly talking about two things. First is leveraging insights from that data and then automating workflow. So one one simple example is what our product does at its core is it will tag every support conversation in real time, whether it's email or a live chat or voice call or social with, with different attributes, right? Once you have it, then you can leverage our product or a dashboard to, to understand what's happening across the company? What are, what's, what are the main reasons driving contacts? What what kind of issues are going up or going down, whether it's product issue, operations issue, right? So that's, that's again, a big win immediately if you deploy this product. And then the second uh, win for you can be when you start leveraging all these tags to automate your workflows, like prioritizing your support tickets, delegating your tickets oh. to the right teams, or mm. triggering your macros, right? Right. Uh, there it's, it's just like unlimited possibilities once you automate these kind of uh, tagging of your tickets. And, and and you don't need to build a new product or buy a new product. Once you have these tags automated, you can leverage your own uh, system, whatever you're using, be it Zendesk or Freshdesk or Salesforce. They have these capabilities to to prioritize tickets, delegate tickets uh, based on tags. You can Again, there's a mm-hmm. lot uh, so the you can do by just automating the tagging of tickets
0: that that's um that's strangely something i've never thought about (laughs) we we tag tickets all the time the same as same as every other support team out there and as you said we have a bunch of automations that do all sorts of things based on those tags um all you know obviously the tagging is manual at the moment and all of the automations that sit behind that are very very intentionally targeted to react to those tags I had just for some reason I'd never made the connection between automated tagging and kicking off those workflows. That <laughs> that's actually like that's just joined up two pieces for me that um <laughs> that make complete sense, right? But but yeah, I just sort of almost thought about them as two quite distinct different things. My workflows are very process-oriented, very like need like operational needs focused, and then and and are therefore triggered through tags, but but everything else we've been talked about. I've been thinking about it with the the frame of like bringing the customer voice into other parts of the business, right. and almost almost forgetting I can drive operations off it as well. Absolutely. Of course, yeah, yeah, that makes complete sense. Um, okay, so I I think then that I'd, I'd like to just kind of think about um, rounding out. Our conversation now to something that I um, I know is 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 going to be a challenge. It's something that we've touched on before in this mm-hmm. conversation, which is which is just about that internal cell about mm-hmm. evangelizing about this. when I um when I have a change that I want to make internally, mm-hmm. um, I, I think as you rightly noted before, Finding those effectively, those early adopters, your your internal champions who are kind of on the journey with you quite early on and get it. I think that's a key part of this. Right. And and of any change, actually, I've talked, talked recently on the podcast about managing change and I've talked about these internal champions. But I think there's a. This is bigger than managing change. This is this is a big kind of eva- an evangelical piece. I keep using that word. I don't know. Oh, I'm stuck on it today. But but this big selling piece to the whole organization, because I'm doing more than just making an operational change in my team, or or mm-hmm. adding something that I think will benefit customers purely from a support focus. This could be potentially very far-reaching in the business. So um you talked about showing some early value in some small ways from some of this thing. Is, is there a big kind of statement of value you'd like to finish with um, that we can all take away and say, you know what? I finally get this thing. This is actually the umbrella, the umbrella statement for AI and for automated, uh, like extracting customer sentiment automatically from my conversations. What's the big umbrella statement for you at the end? Well, why hmm. should we do this?
1: Hmm.
0: <laughs> Put you on the spot a little. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's okay. I think I would say if you move to automation, what you get is basically a 360 degree view of your customer, their customer journey. So basically, it becomes a single source of truth. Which, to be honest, you you I mean you have a long career. i I know you may you must have heard this hundred times. Every company wants a single source of truth. Mm-hmm. Right. That, but there is a very simple way to get to it. It's just automate this tagging process. Once you've automated, like the same technology can tag your social, your support, your surveys, your voice calls. And then every conversation, insight from every conversation is under one platform, right? And that can be used across the company. So you are actually, as a, as a, if you, as a support team, you take the initiative, you are adding a lot of value to different teams, because they are all struggling. They don't know what's happening in other departments. You are giving them something which would be like, oh, wow, I didn't know my product had uh, kind of these issues. So it's, it's, it's like adding value, bringing everything together. That's, that's like a single source of truth for everyone in the company, not just leadership, but for everyone.
0: I really like that idea of like the single source of truth, the 360, 360 customer view really in action. Um, and from a support team, where it should come from right? Thank you so much, Sharon. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for your time. Thank you for joining me. Do come back and have another chat.
1: Absolutely. Thanks a lot for having me.
0: That's it for today. Go to customersupportleaders.com forward slash 202 for the show notes, and I'll see you next time.